my boss at work, uh, we, uh, friend Luke, um, he, it, it was his birthday. And mm-hmm. so we all pitched in and we do goose stuff. So, uh, my boss bought him, um, he loves Jurassic Park. So bought him Jurassic World Uno. Oh, and apparently she uh-huh. bought him like a knockoff bootleg version of Jurassic Park Uno. What? Like oh the God. colors are not as clear. They're very oh dull colors. The pictures of like the dinosaurs that are on the cards are look like somebody printed them off. Oh, the no. cards are very, they don't feel right. And we know this because Luke already owned Jurassic World Uno and brought it. And they're two completely different games. Oh, no. It's like, these are very bright and vibrant colors. And then there's these cards. It's, yeah. Have either of you ever played the game Dutch Blitz? What is Dutch Blitz? That sounds like, is that something that you do while while skipping rope? No, it's a card game. Um, It's a very classic card game. It's real quick, like everything's happening all at once. Uh. A lot of swearing, a lot of anger, uh, very competitive. Um, but because it's the game has been a, around for a long time, so my family has one set of Dutch Blitz cards that have been with our family for many years, and thus the cards are like flimsy and frayed and like almost fabric at this point. And then we have a newer set where the colors are much brighter. Uh, they're at, they actually feel like cards and they're much easier to shuffle. And it's just like, whenever you end up playing with the old set, it's just a little depressing. (laughs) That's pretty cool. I've never heard of that before. Yeah. It's a really fun game. (laughs) You know, it's a really fun game. What? What's a fandom? My name is Josh. I'm Connor. (laughs) I'm Jaden. Uh, and today we're going to be talking to you about The Atom Project, the new Netflix movie. I was almost, I almost said animated movie because I've been thinking about stuff. Uh, it's the new uh, Netflix movie starring uh, Ryan Reynolds. Zoe Saldana. Mark I got you. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, uh, Jennifer movie. Garner, Catherine Keener. Mark. Alex Malari Jr. Everybody knows Alex Malari Jr. Um, but before and we Walker get into that, Stobel. Uh, before we get into that, a lot of cool things uh, dropped this mm. week. Um, we got a trailer for The Boys season uh, three, yeah. uh, coming out in June. We also got a release date for Umbrella Academy season three, right. also coming out in June. Hmm. And the Annie Awards were yesterday. Yeah. Apparently, um, uh, Arcane and Mitchell's versus the Machines did real well. Uh, yeah. So uh, I had the list of the winners here. Um, okay. Oh, we could just kind of kind of breathe sure. through those. Yeah. Um, best feature was uh, these are all. I'm only going to do the winners. Uh, best feature was the Mitchell's versus the Machines. Really. Best indie feature was Flea. Okay. Um, all of the anime got beaten out. Dang. Um, best special production, Nemu. Okay. Um, best short subject, Bestia. Uh, best sponsored, The Future Begins. 
best uh, best TV media children was Maya and the Three. Oh. Um, best TV media general audience was Arcane. Yeah. Uh, for the episode "When These Walls Come Tumbling Down." Oh, which one is that? That's a great question. You look up that while I could hang on. Um, best FX media was Arcane. Yeah. For the episode "Oil and Water." Okay, yeah, that's episode eight. Yeah, that um, one I remember. Best uh, FX feature was The Mitchells versus the Machine. Best character animation in TV and media was Arcane. Best character animation in a feature was Encanto. Nice. Best character animation live action was Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Best Fair character enough. animation in a video, video game was Ratchet and Clank, A Rift Apart. I've heard that one's been, that game has been oh, getting nominated for a bunch of game awards. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, best character design, Arcane. Oh, so that was for a video game. Uh, best character f- uh, design in a feature was the Mitchells vs. Machines. Best direction in TV media was Arcane. Wow. Um, best direction in a feature was the Mitchells vs. Machine. Best music in TV was Maya and the Three. Best music feature was uh, in a best music in a feature was Encanto. Um, best production design was Arcane. Best production design in a feature was the Mitchells. And best storyboarding in TV was Arcane. Wow. Storyboarding in a feature was Encanto. Best voice acting for TV and media, Arcane. Yeah. Best voice acting in a feature, would you like to take a wild guess? Mitchells. Is the Mitchells. Yeah. This ba- this episode is ba- like the, the Annies were basically the Mitchells versus the Machine. Yeah. Arcane. And a couple times Encanto was there. Yeah. yeah that was basically much. what it was. Yeah. It was really nice to it's really nice to see a non-Disney animated property just absolutely dominate. Exactly. If I was to ask you best writing for TV media, which would you say? Okay. I was about best, to say the same thing. Uh, best yeah. writing for a feature. And content or Mitchell's Mitchell's the Mitchell's won like eight yeah. Annies. Like, yeah, they got like eight awards. The only categories. one like the Mitchell's like really, I mean, not the Mitchell's. Um, Arcane really didn't get uh was best editorial in TV media, and that was what if so oh. Disney mm. Disney came out with one okay. only because um Arcane was not nominated in that category. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, when these walls come tumbling down was episode six. Is that the fight on the bridge? Uh, I think so. Well, that makes sense because that's the best episode. Or that, I don't know about that. that. One of the best fights. Fair. That's between episode three um, is still a big one for me. So yeah, episode three is that really cool fight. The one that I really like. The one with uh, Vander. Well, Jinx and oh, Echo, Echo, yeah, the Jinx and Echo, and they're doing oh, sure, yeah, that that scene. Okay, yeah, yeah fair. Um, but yeah, so lots of cool stuff. So the Annie Awards were last night. Um, it does suck that you know it it basically went to you know two things, or three three people won everything. Yeah. Um, I mean, good for Netflix. They're they're slowly dethroning Disney. Yeah. Um. Oh, we did get we did get a little bit of info. Disney apparently is going into the anime business now. 
Right. What? They teamed up with, uh, was it Nippon Studios? Oh. And they're doing, yeah, apparently Disney's going to be making a bunch of anime. Interesting. So, mm. Okay. That'll be that'll be a thing. See how that goes. I hope it's not Disney anime. You know what I mean? Yeah, that'd be I know. really strange. I mean, we already have yeah. Kingdom Hearts, so it's like close enough. <laughs> yeah. If we get a Kingdom Hearts television I, series, I would watch a Kingdom Hearts anime. That, that would be cool. I, I like, think I'd I would too. Yeah, <laughs> but let's just keep it at that. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't want you know Beauty and the Beast the anime. You know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we have Bell for that. <laughs> yeah, like Bell nominated for best indie feature did not win. Shoot. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, any any other big any other big things come out before we talk the Adam Project? Well, uh, Turning Red came out the same day. It did. It came out yeah. the same day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I was told by a very dear friend that I would only like the last ten minutes of the film. So. So there's that. It's cute. I I enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh oh, the game awards um happened. Oh wait, when did those happen? When did the podcast awards happen? <laughs> I mean, we're not obviously we're, we're garbage, but uh there, there were some some other podcasts that I listened to that were nominated for things that I wanted to root for. I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who does it. That's okay, what I'm I guess wondering. The whole game, uh, the Game Awards thing is a little bit old news. This article was posted in start of February. Hmm. Uh, Psychonauts 2 was named best game of the year. That I didn't know that came out. I know that people were very excited for it. I'd heard about it. Out. Um, but... Let's see here. Um, Off-Broadway award for best indie game was Sable. Best writing in a game was Life is Strange True Colors. Best world was Psychonauts 2. Best music was Sable. Best acting in a game was Maggie Robertson for Lady Demetresque in Res Evil. Best ARVR game was Resident Evil 4. Best kids game was Ratchet and Clank. Uh, best mobile game was Near Reincarnation. Best remake was Resident Evil 4 VR. Um, and then there was some esports stuff. Um, yeah. The um, games okay. that I was kind of hoping for that I had remembered gotten, getting uh, Unpacking was nominated for something. I think Unpacking had gotten nominated for like a Steam Award. Um, I don't know why I had a feeling you were going to mention Unpacking. <laughs> that's like his game. It's so yeah. good. It's not. I wouldn't call <laughs> it my fun. game. It's just a really cute game that got nominated for some awards <laughs> and it's a it's just a cute game that i think deserved some praise um and i think the last thing that really happened was um the, the obi-wan kenobi trailer oh yeah we got ewan mcgregor back back in the saddle 
do you guys remember when I, no, 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 no. I was having this conversation with Luke about how much I'm not a big star Wars fan. You right. I read a ton of star Wars and know yeah. a good amount about that property. Um, I don't like Tatooine. Right. Yes. You mentioned this when we were talking about visions. Yeah. Yeah. Like I hate Tatooine. And then it's like, can I, I, my, uh, I was very excited for a Kenobi series because I'm like, cool. I like, I like Kenobi. And yeah. I was like, and I like Ewan McGregor. But it was like, oh, yeah, that's right. Tatooine. He ends up, like, he ends up on hey, Tatooine. The worst part about Star Wars. Tatooine. I mean, I don't know if he spent, if he like goes straight to Tatooine. Oh, yeah. Or if he... He's got to watch the kid. He's there at the end of the, the third movie and he's like, I'm going to watch these children now. And that's what happens. I guess. And there's that weird part where he gets like, Luke gets like captured by like Tuscan Raiders. Right. That's, that's a whole thing. Sorry, it wasn't Tuscan Raiders. It was like the mob. Right. I don't know. Star Wars mob, but they weren't the yeah. Huts. So like they captured him and then like he has to go and like free him. But then like Boba Fett's also there and he like meets a young Luke Skywalker and I think right. saves him. And you're like, wait, what's going on? It's really bizarre. That's not canon anymore. So mm. the Adam Project uh, came out on Netflix on March the 11th. Yeah. Um, again, starring Ryan Reynolds, Mark Ruffalo, Zoe Saldana, and Jennifer Garner. And we cannot forget Walker Scobell. I apologize if I Scoble. There's two L's, so it I could be it Scobell. Scobell. Yeah, I thought so too. Uh, I, I apologize, Walker, that I've butchered your name. But yeah. uh, and our favorite thing to do is read the IMDb description. Mm. A time traveling pilot teams up teams up with his younger self and his late father to come to terms with his past while saving the future. Not terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's pretty that much. That one at least kind of tells you, like, that there's time travel involved. Yeah, time travel, younger selves, Star stuff Wars like that. references. There sure are. Yep. <laughs> um. All right, so, whoa, but Connor has a lot to say about the Adam hey. project. Real quick, I just want to give a shout out to Walker. I believe this is the first thing that he's been in and I think oh. a fantastic job. Acting Good job. wise, let's go acting wise first. Acting I wise. The cast was very good. Um we're not talking about the script. Right. We're talking about the cast, like what okay. they acted. Okay. I thought that they did a great job of acting on what they had. Yes. Uh I think Walker was doing a great way of trying to be a younger Ryan Reynolds. Mm -hmm. He like he had the cheekiness down, like all of his like little quips and sidelines. He delivered them in the way that you would expect from a young Ryan Reynolds. Uh, great job to him. Uh, Zoe Saldana. Made the most of the time that she had on yeah, screen. Yeah, she only has like six minutes on screen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, For like with her specifically, I think her strongest scene was the one where she's like telling him to go. Like, yeah. In the car. Where like, she actually got to act. Yeah. yeah. Like you really see the emotion. It's come some out heavy duty of, acting like yeah. right in the middle of the movie. Mm hmm. 
it's like not quite the climax, but they're they're pulling out the emotion. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds was being Ryan Reynolds. That I'm Ryan getting, Reynolds is now a character. Yes, yeah. it's the only character he's able to do. Which, and it's just I don't know. I'm getting tired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's 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 the Ryan Reynolds character, which Ryan Reynolds surprisingly does a really good job of playing. Sure. Um, yeah, and that because I mean it is his now like he's the snarky guy, and that yeah. is that's Ryan Reynolds now. Um, I don't think he can be anything else. I don't think so either. It's hard to picture at this point. Yeah. Because, yeah. To me, he's Deadpool. Like, <laughs> well, he, see, he did the snarky stuff. Like he, he was still doing snarky stuff in Two Guys, a Girl in the Pizza Place. Like that's how long he's been this doing the snarky stuff. Yeah. He did the snarky stuff in Van Wilder. He did the snarky stuff in The Proposal. Like he's he just constantly does the snarky stuff and he does it very well. Sure. Like it comes off natural when he does it. Right. Maybe he's the just problem. Snark. The problem is as soon as you like, like you you can no longer like ask yourself like what the what could this character have been? Because because he's been casted because Ryan Reynolds has been cast in this role, this character is now Ryan Reynolds. I, I think I get what you're saying. Like, it's kind of hard to separate the actor, like the name from the character. Like, once yeah. you've gotten so used to seeing it. Because we had a similar conversation about that some time ago in another episode about, like, uh, A-list as- actors being cast in voice acting roles rather than, yeah. like, yeah. So I, I kind of get what you're saying with that. Yeah. Um, visually. Visually, uh, visually, yeah. it looks really good on an sure. OLED TV. <laughs> like, yeah, like, it looked really good. Yeah, uh, like when he's uh, when like a uh, young, um, this is Adam. Uh, yeah, when young Adam is walking through like like after the ship first crashes and he's walking through um, the forest and like all the little stuff is like raining down. That looks yeah. really good. Yeah. Um, I liked all of the the Buffy the Vampire Slayer like dusting effects. Yeah, um, I that was cool. I was watching those fight scenes and I was like, these guns and their like particle effects are like straight out of Halo Four. Yes, very much so. <laughs> um, like those dudes are basically Spartans. I mean, basically, like, so, yeah. Um, that thing is almost a pelican. I mean, not not a pelican. A uh, no, it, it was the, a pelican. I don't know. It kind of looked like the the long sword. You know, the, oh sure yeah um yeah so it, it looks like it i mean the gun that they use that blows things yeah that's basically yeah. halo yeah um you've got a lightsaber stick thing the light i liked the fact that it was not just straight up a lightsaber yeah it was some sort of weird like like sonic like boom stick type of yeah. thing yeah that was fun yeah um that was it, it was nifty. Uh yeah, other like I, I thought visually it looked really good. Um, sure. the special effects were pretty solid, I yeah. think. Because you know, it's yeah. very easy to make special effects look bad. And I thought they were done pretty smoothly, like blended yeah, pretty fair. well. Mm-hmm. Um 
script because the plot here's where yeah. we're just Jaden. If you want to take five, <laughs> you can just chill her for a bit so Connor can, you know, unleash his demons. Listen, okay. I, I realized while watching this movie, uh, I have a new measure for the quality of a movie. Uh, while I watch it, I ask myself, would I rather be watching Sonic the Hedgehog? If the answer is no, then it's probably at least a decent movie. If I would rather watch Sonic Hedgehog than this movie, that's a that's that doesn't bode well for the movie. <laughs> it definitely doesn't because Connor that second time completely removed the the, and it was just Sonic Hedgehog. Sonic Hedgehog. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the bootleg please. version. Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> this, this is Sonic Hedgehog. Um, I, I, I have this almost. Mine's not Sonic related, but I measure a movie on if it's good. If if I don't get on my phone during the film, right? Like I'm watching at home and I don't get on my phone during like a Netflix or Amazon thing. Well, yeah. I, I don't remember the last time that I was sitting and watching a movie and being and like paused it and been like, Oh God, there's 40 more minutes of this. Oh, that was, that was star Wars visions. Yeah. For you. That's <laughs> fair. Funny thing is I paused it and was on my phone at some point and it, it was exactly an hour into the movie when I had 40 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh. And I'm like, I'd still, there's still more I was movie. enjoying it, but I was still like, it's funny that that's exactly what happened with me. <laughs> and, and that's the thing. Like, this is not a substance movie. This no. is definitely, this is. But they try to make it Friday a substance night. movie. Yeah. I, they I try to. I like what they use so real quick. I, I bef- let me get my likes yes. in, and then you can destroy. Absolutely. Um, I like a little bit what they do with the whole time travel. Like you have to be like your, not, they don't the say DNA. Alpha. Like um, the DNA being linked to the ship fixed timeline. Yeah, like uh, that, and like your fixed timeline. Yeah, like mm. you won't remember anything until this person goes back to their fixed point in time, and then when they get to their fixed point in time, then everything they Resets. remember. Like this, I was like, okay, that's a good way of doing that. Yeah, because you kind of avoid the paradox situation yeah. of. Which they do a good job, like young Adam brings it up. So like, do you remember this right now? It's like, okay, so I won't until I get there. So yeah. that, it kind of, I like thematically, I thought that was very well thought out. I was like, yeah. okay, that makes sense. The rest of it, not particularly that much. No. So you would say it's more like the the laws of this universe and how they function were like well thought out. Um, in this aspect, yes. Now, mm-hmm. that being said, like the character's motivation of, all right, let's now just go destroy time travel, period. That was a bit murky. Mm-hmm. Like that I was like, because I was talking with my friend, uh, Charlie, and she, she kind of had the exact same issue. And I was like, yeah, I mean, it, it makes a lot. I mean, it makes sense why for them, why they do it. But it doesn't make sense for you watching it while they're, why are they doing this? Yeah, time travel, if you're going to be writing time travel. Which stop, don't, we, we're done. We have like, too it, much of it. It's a paradox thing and it doesn't work 
ever. Like even the main done a thousand episodes on time travel and it never works. Just yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like either you either you die a Star Trek or you live long enough to see yourself become a Doctor Who. Exactly. Doctor Who does the same thing and they don't even do it right. They've given up on their rules entirely. Mm -hmm. Now they just like, all right, let's go back to the, you know, let's go and see Queen Victoria. And you're like, but what? And it's like, and yeah, Queen Victoria knows all about the doctor, even though technically they've never met, but they will meet later. And you're like, dumb. It's just stupid. Um, Time travel it is, not Doctor Who. No, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh, he goes bloody Twitter. That's how you true. Know. I remember that from 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 when Peter Capaldi said that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Another thing I I noticed as something of a pattern is Ryan Reynolds is in a lot of movies about dad problems. <laughs> that I did think, not think, pick up think, on, think, or not necessarily about dad problems, but like. Either they're about dad problems or his character particularly has dad problems. So we've got this one. We got Red Notice. We've got Detective Pikachu. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I uh, forgot about. <laughs> I can't remember. I don't like three is enough to make a pattern. May I? Yes. That. I don't think that's a Ryan Reynolds problem. I think that no. is a lazy Hollywood writing problem. I agree. Because that's what they like to do for male characters to show that, you know, something's... Some uh, sense of, like, vulnerability. Exactly. It's like father issues. Yeah. And it's like, it's very played out, and we're still going to continue to do it because there's four yeah. things in Hollywood. And I'm not saying that... Yeah. The same stuff. I'm not saying we shouldn't write movies about father issues like i i personally was a really big fan of how detective pikachu handled it um uh but like it was just a weird like thing where i was like man ryan reynolds been in a lot of movies where like either his character or the movie either his character has dad issues or the movie is just kind of kind of about dad issues in some way sprinkled in somewhere yeah mm-hmm. that's it's less of like a explicitly negative criticism and more just a weird observation that i clicked into same with how he has the same costume in this movie as he did in detective pikachu when he gets his reveal <laughs> yeah it's Again, the same hip dad look that either but with the yeah. like trendy <laughs> leather boot shoes the like kind of windbreaker jacket all earth tones it's so weird that that is mark ruffalo's favorite jacket but mark ruffalo never wears that in the movie right why aren't you wearing your favorite jacket why? yeah like you even go home <laughs> like <laughs> it would have been nice if like if like the if he and and Ryan Reynolds' like version of Reed like had a scene where they were wearing the exact same jacket. It would have been well, would have been great. I mean, they all wear the same watch at one point, but exactly it's basically it. But no, yeah, like the, the jacket thing, I was like, I was waiting the entire time. I was like, you know, you're gonna ever wear that jacket, Marky. And it's like, yeah, nah, it's all right. 
Uh, yeah. The only time they acknowledge the resemblance of the jacket is the scene in the bar with the mom that she like. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they do it, it when they're walking down the street and young Adam's like, hey, it's too small for him. Yeah. That's it's, like, it's like you look <laughs> yeah. at a condom or something like that. A that's... condom with buttons. Yeah. <laughs> Great line. Like comedy A plus in this movie. Yes. It's yeah. It does a really good job. Um, it was okay. Uh, I mean, it, it, again, for a popcorn movie, it does a really good job for a popcorn movie. Sure. Yeah. Um, like, I'm sure if you had pizza, some beers, and a few buds, like, this is, like, a great little movie. Yeah. Uh, I will say. Yes. Will say. Um, when when we first see Adam, or Ryan Reynolds' Adam, and yep. in, he's just gotten shot, which that was the, you know, you poke it and it farts. Uh, yeah. He just got shot and he's laying down and he pulls out his little clear phone thing and it's a picture of Zoe Zaldana. I yeah. was kind of hoping like, please tell me, like, because I didn't know she was in the film. Right. Um, I only knew Mark Ruffalo and Ryan Reynolds and boy. Yeah. Um, and so I was like, please tell me that this is actually just Zoe Zaldana. And like young Adam had like a huge crush on her. And she's like, that would her. be so good. Oh man. I really miss Zoe Zeldana. It's sad that she died. I didn't, I didn't make it with, I don't have too many things with me after that crash, but I still have my holographic picture of Zoe Zeldana. Exactly. I still have my <laughs> wallpaper of Zoe Zeldana. Like, I wish somebody would do that. Like, that would be, that would just be a little fun. Little that would be good. Bucket. I was like, that would be oh. so great if like Walker had walked, had like come in and, and, he was like, is is that your wife? He was like, no, it's just it's Zoe Saldana. <laughs> or it's like he pulls up, like he's like, who was like like Adam's like, like, why is Zoe Zeldana on your phone? You know, yeah. <laughs> like that would have been hilarious to be like, yeah, I had a crush on her. Like, you get a crush on her in a couple of years, like wait till Guardians 3. You know, yeah. <laughs> this is the thing. This this movie also very much tried felt like it was trying to be a Guardians of the Galaxy. It was, and it makes me think: Would Ryan Reynolds have made a better Star Lord than no. Chris Pratt? No. Say what you will about Chris Pratt; he does a good Star Lord. I mean, he was a great Andy Dwyer, but but it makes me think: Though, could we have gotten that? Could we get the Snyder cut? <laughs> the problem is, if you cast Ryan Reynolds as Star Lord. It will not be Star Lord. It will be Ryan Reynolds. That is fair. It would just be Ryan Reynolds. This is. The I mean, thing. we would have gotten that before Deadpool, though. So that's true. We wouldn't have known Deadpool. Chris Pratt could have been Deadpool. That would have been interesting. That would have been interesting. Mm-hmm. Could you, could you, let's go back and let's go back in time. Mm. <laughs> and we'll just have him switch the casting sheets. That's yeah. That's the only thing we're doing while we're yeah that's time it. traveling. Like I just want to see that, please. Can, can give that a shot? Yeah. Um, I also don't know if you can consider it to be a little bit meta in some sense because they mentioned like, oh, that's a lightsaber, and they made yeah. little like pop culture references. And there was a scene 
uh, at the very end where there's like that that chest that has like the the catching mitt in it and there was a bunch of stickers and decals on it and there was a deadpool one on it really i know okay that's, that's like probably just a... i would not be surprised if there was some aviation gin in that bar probably be surprised i didn't pause it to see what else but i caught a glimpse of the deadpool sticker on you know, there, for there like drinking aviation gin you know i mean you'll never know yeah yeah, yeah. Um, another Wait, thing well, that is lightsaber like public domain. Like I doubt it. Lightsaber now, or do I don't you know. have to ask Disney? Because like, do you gotta ask Papa Mouse if you know? Hey, you just want to <laughs> say you just want to say it's like a lightsaber in this thing. Can we a, do that? That has a lot of implications for just like cultural references in general in movies, like. Like, you know, like, Bo, does, did Bo Burnham have to pay Apple a bunch of money just to have, like, a classic iPod in eighth grade? Probably. <laughs> or, like, or was he just allowed to have them in the movie? Because that was, that was what they had back in 2008, I think, is when that movie is set. I think you so. See, I think you still have to get permission. Go ahead. You were saying something. Sorry. Uh... I don't know. Uh, I was the other thing that I that had made me grumpy about this movie was the soundtrack. This movie does not deserve the soundtrack that it gave itself. I'm trying to remember. They had like a bunch head, of songs. They a had. bunch of like iconic classic rock songs. Mm. Like the last, like the final fight scene. They're playing like foreplay long time by Boston. And I've never been I'm, hearing that song has never made me cranky before. But as soon as they started playing, I was like, no, 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 no. You don't get you haven't earned this song. <laughs> they can use it. I'll allow it. Mainly because that was just a fun little scene there. And then yes. it just stopped. Yeah. Also, this was like, go ahead. Uh, I was gonna say really quick the the house itself. Um, I know like it's don't get me loose, started on the house. Don't it's loosely house. it's okay. So the this is loosely based off parts of Ryan Reynolds's childhood, right? Because this is like his really nerdy. Yeah, that's what inspired the movie. It's like everything that he loved about a bunch of different sci-fi movies, kind of like rolled but into one. The original so, production of the movie was gonna have Tom Cruise in it. I don't know. I could have sworn that I read that it was like I'm looking at the Wikipedia and it said childhood stuff. Production on the film first began in 2012 with Tom Cruise attached to Star. In 2012? And then the that film went into de Tom development Cruise hell. Hmm? I thought it like was supposed to resemble his like childhood home because it's films in Vancouver. It's written by Jonathan Tropper, T.S. Nolan, Jennifer Flackett, and Mark Levin. The house. Just the house. the house is the nicest house that's in the middle of the woods. This house reminded me a lot of the house from Arrival. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, like woodsy, the, modern, lots of windows. Gigantic windows. Like, oh, what's, yeah. your, what's your third wall? Oh, it's just window. <laughs> <laughs> like, these are my structural support windows. Like, yeah. they, they help keep the house up. 
Um, One strong wind and we are screwed. Right? <laughs> um, I was like, this is like the nicest house. Like, I, I don't know what Jennifer Garner does. I don't think we ever know what Jennifer Garner does. No. She works with Oh, like her occupation? Place. Yeah. I don't think they ever say That's it. true. I'm like, think about that. <laughs> like an oil baron because like for them to have this house it's and her like, to be able yeah. to afford continue paying for it exactly. on her own I'm, I'm like why do you have this mess of bills and like what i don't understand like she's got this mess of bills and she's like going through this thing and i'm like you imagine another, if there thing, were... another detail too is that she mentions like oh like this is the way that your dad used to do it because it's all like paper like tax like it's, files it's, yeah but it's like but okay wait but isn't the dad like the head of this like he's been dead a year no 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 no. like what, the but he's also like made... a computer genius that yeah, could make like video games a... for his son yeah so why wouldn't he go digital with his bills like it doesn't because make sense like, to do it on paper, paper? <laughs> like that part didn't make sense. I was like, wait, how is he this smart and tech savvy? Maybe he's also a conspiracy theorist and doesn't trust the government and thinks they're going to hack all their tax records. Maybe. Like he's he created video games for his son. He created time travel. Yeah. He created whatever that thing that base is with yeah. water coolant down at the bottom. It was very like alien esque. Yeah. Um, but like he still like pays his bills Horizon via carrier pigeon. <laughs> yeah, it looked like the new like computer tower from Alienware. <laughs> yeah, it, it was. It was. It was like, hey, this is something that you'll see in the next Stark film or like the yeah. next Iron Man movie. And he creates all that. But yeah, you're right. He uh, he still uses an accordion <laughs> folder to keep all of his paper bills. Yeah. It was weird. Yeah. Any sense? And I'm like, because I was just like, oh. Maybe now she's a single mom. She's she's having to work a couple of jobs. Like he, she loves her kid, but you know, and like never stops. Um, mm. sorry, that's... <laughs> sorry. <laughs> like, like the four people that are gonna get Give that. Give me record. a second, but <laughs> um, yeah, that's what I thought it was gonna be. Like she's she's like she's now alone. She's like kind of hurt for money. And then you look at this house, and you're like, yeah. no, you guys are fine. Like. <laughs> This, yeah you're fine and it's like she's talking like we have to pay property tax and i'm like so do you guys you know pay mortgage or you are you it? renting this house like, you own this i mean they wouldn't pay the property tax if it was renting the house that's and true like, i wonder how much the property tax on that is it's got to be a lot yeah it's got to be like 20 grand i mean if they're if they're, if, they're alone. if they've got the money at least they're paying their taxes and it's got like a, another <laughs> house off to the side. It's like a tool shop yeah. slash garage thing. But it like was a workshop. Like an actual house, though. <laughs> like there was aviation gin. I there maybe. Probably. Like there, there, there's enough where there's electricity in that house. So I'm like, it's got it's hooked up to something. So I was just like, man, this this whole little thing. And they've got they have no fences, which no. I never understood. Like, even if you live in the woods, put up a fence. There's bears. Yeah. Haven't they seen Mandy? And raccoons. (laughs) Like, in the thing that, like, okay, so tangent time. In Stranger Things, do you remember Mm. when the, in, like, the first season 
where the gorgon comes and it eats barb and like takes her down to the thing yeah and like and then what's her face goes back and she looks and she's like oh that there's just open woods by the pool and i'm like yeah Yeah. that's why you don't have that you put a fence up yeah because then then demogorgons don't come in like it's like even like she was like uh she's like i heard something in the woods and they were like yeah it's probably a bear or a wolf and you're like it was a bear or a wolf by your house i mean true to be fair to be to be fair if you're dealing with a demogorgon just like putting up like a like a neighborhood fence isn't gonna isn't, keep it out. <laughs> isn't gonna do a whole I mean, lot. You need at least plus three armor because I mean, mm. you need that extra boost to your AC. Yeah. Maybe no shield. Maybe. Can fighters learn shield? I'm sure there's a type that could. I mean, I guess. I guess you I've can... never played a fighter before. I mean, I guess like there is a thing where you can get like magic inept, not magic inept, magic adept. Yeah. Um, it's as a feat. And so I wonder if you could then do that and then use, um, like get shield because that would be really good for a fighter, especially if they're like super high level. Like if they have like twenty AC and then you get get the extra five on top of that. Yeah, that'd be a that'd be a a beefy boy Mm. or girl or a beefy individual, beefy beefy individual, beefy human or not human. Exactly, we can't really be it it would be beefy. They would be beefy. Possibilities are endless. But they're all beefy. Exactly. It's, it's just beefy all the time. Possibilities are endless and beefy. Uh, endlessly beefy. Anyway. This podcast. Thanks for listening to Endlessly Beefy, everybody. Um, <laughs> the endless beef. Uh, what what other what other fun things can we say about this? Uh, I. So here was my like actual issue with the movie similar to the way that I feel that it did not earn the soundtrack. I do not feel as though the movie earned its emotional moments. Do you mean with, uh, um, between Reynolds and Saldana? Oh, I, or Reynolds and Ruffalo. Correct. Yeah. It's just, the movie is too short or and we're not given in Garner. I still I don't know like I maybe actually the one scene the good scene the bar the bar scene was one of the few good scenes um I yeah the the few good scenes that like I thought were well done were the bar scene and I liked the part at the very end when When uh well no when Mark Ruffalo and and the two reeds are playing catch and then someone drops the ball mark ruffalo goes to get the ball and then he turns around and they've been thanos snapped yeah, was... i will say watching that scene when when walker throws that ball yeah it like is it intentional like he just spikes it and i was like and this is where they disappear yeah and i was kind of hoping so here's what i was kind of hoping um when they're when they're passing it around Reynolds throws it to the kid. Yeah. And then uh like he catches it and then that's when you hear the fall. And then it's sure. like, oh, and so it's like, oh. And then he throws it, Ruffalo catches it, and then he turns 
and then the yeah it's gone i yeah. thought i was kind of hoping instead of it was just oh we're gonna gently lay these two these yeah it's down um but yeah i liked the little like moment of silence where he's just kind of standing there being like mm, yeah um it was a good moment also the dog is really cute Dog's super can't, cute. can't deny that's a good solid dog that both the older version and the little puppy, mm-hmm. top notch, top notch work, no notes. Best, uh, like I would say, best performance, best performance. of the movie. Um, uh, I will say, I mean, Mark Ruffalo, like when when the two Adams do poof, um, he just leaves those mitts out. Yeah, like dude, you go pick those mitts up and you put them up. There are bears in that woods. <laughs> There are bears. They want to play catch. Yeah, they will steal those mitts, and you know what they're gonna do? They're gonna go pawn them. Pawn them for that honey habit. What's gonna happen? Go over to their bear pawn shop. Yep. Feel like I'll give you one. The 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 meeting between Zoe Zeldana and uh, Ryan Reynolds at the end, I thought was pretty good. Yeah, the fake snoring. I was like, that's yeah. good. I never some, would have thought that's a that's a good bit of acting on Ryan Reynolds' part. Yeah, it's some <laughs> classic. That's some like good classic Ryan Reynolds. He's way too old to be in that school. Absolutely, he can't. He's he could not possibly. Neither of them could be university students. No, her being a guest lecturer, I'm like, that makes yeah. sense because yeah. you're almost forty. Um, the, him being there, I was like. No. Nah. Uh, no. Also, he didn't I mean, take a bag. People go back to school later in life. I suppose. I mean, he didn't. He didn't have a bag with him. He just had a jacket. That seems left. very much like him, though. He seems like the type of student that yeah. would go to class without a notebook, a pencil, or anything. Yeah. He's like, it's all up here. It's all in the yeah the old noggin. I just borrow it from his neighbor. And be like, hey, yo, you got a pencil? Can you take notes for me? I gotta go take oh. Zoe Zeldana to class. Yeah. <laughs> nice. But yeah, I I felt like the the parts between um I Adam and uh Zoe Zeldana's character, what's her name again? Eve. Laura Eve. No, I, Eve. Oh, I thought it was Laura. <laughs> it is Laura. It would have been if it was But it should have been Eve. Like that's a missed opportunity. Uh, Absolutely. Classic sci-fi teaches us anything. Yeah. They love biblical references. True. Uh, But yeah, the scenes between Adam and Laura, when they first, like they first get reunited and it's nice. It's cute. They like clearly like get right down to business in like the first 10 minutes that they've reunited, which is like fair. I thought that was good. We're like, I'm just going to go take myself for a walk. Yeah. (laughs) Like smart, smart. But the scene immediately after they kick the acting emotions into high gear, and I just didn't feel ready for it. I just did not feel like they had earned that moment yet. You were not ready for acting in this film. I this is so there's this thing that I learned in acting classes where and this is and it's also one of the things that made me like the movie Marriage Story, is good acting is not about the actual breakdown or the high emotion moment themselves. It's about the buildup, right? That's the actual impressive acting. 
Like Marriage Story the is an impressive movie because you see Adam Driver slowly break down mm-hmm. over the course of the movie. And then finally he has his big explosion. Uh, the Adam Project did not have any of that. It was just sci-fi, 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 huge emotion moment that we're going to have right now to show that these are two very talented actors. And then sci-fi, 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 another emotional moment because they have to leave and the plot needs to kill off Zoe Saldana and then more, more, more sci-fi and the rest of the movie. It just felt, it didn't feel earned. It reminded me a lot of a Marvel film. Sure. Like that's the yeah. to me, like that's what I was getting from this the entire time was a okay. movie. Um, so like to me, like I've learned not to expect I've also learned in sci-fi now not to expect anything. Okay. Because Hollywood sci-fi now is just it's just visual effects. There's no actual like science fiction involved in it. They're just like, let's just we're gonna pick a scene from a hat. And that's what the premise of the movie is going to be. We're not going to really address this part like yeah. that. Um, uh, that movie that we did with the, the, the they went back and he, he like leaps in the future. Was that Chris Pratt movie leaps in the future? An Amazon uh, movie. I think uh, I know what you're talking about, but I don't remember the name of it. What? I don't remember. Do we is talk I'm about the podcast? On I don't, I don't remember. I don't, remember. I don't think so. Uh, is that Chris Pratt movie where he like goes like he, like the aliens come, look like up. the aliens attack in the future and so like people from the past uh, from the future come to the past and they're like hey we need to gather all of a bunch of people to help fight in the future and they get people the that tomorrow are going to yeah the tomorrow war they get oh. people that are going to be dead by the time the aliens get there so it doesn't cause any sort of um any issues with the future and it's like yeah. that's smart. That's how you don't get paradoxes. If they're already dead, they can't have paradoxes. Mm. And and it's like, yeah, you did a really good job. And then they, when it came to when they were going to try and explain some of the sci-fi-ness, it's like, now you broke it. Now it doesn't work anymore. You've ruined the film. Um, and that's kind of what this does. It's like, when we get to the part when like the smartest people in, that we know about time travel right now are like, our, our main thing that we're going to do, the only thing that we can possibly do is blow up time travel, period. Mm. I was like, you could have done more. Yeah. You could have done a little bit more. But, you know. I mean, done like, a time really, heist. All you had to do was kill What's-Her-Face, Sorian, and then... Yeah. How did you guys feel about Sorian as a villain? She sure showed up. Yeah every now and then yeah she was just kind of there yeah she was less of a less of a character and more of a plot device yeah that's that's what i was gonna not say exactly that but when you were saying the whole thing about like emotional uh arcs not feeling earned i feel like yeah her motives were (laughs) kind of lacking her motives are she wants to be rich and yeah, that's her motives, and that's kind of flat. <laughs> it's yeah. kind of falls flat. What did you guys think about the big climactic scene where, like, the bullet turns around because of like the mechanism? Well, yeah, I was like, it's like, metal. Listen, 
if it was going to do that, the entire gun would have already gotten sucked into the vortex. Yeah, I mean, it pulls his buttons off at the very beginning. Yeah. But then it doesn't pull that gun. It also doesn't pull the lightsaber thing. Yeah, as soon as you have something that supposedly affects all metal, you gotta you gotta commit to that. Or like or people are gonna poke holes in it. Also the entire catwalk that they're on is metal. Yeah. <laughs> Structurally unsound. Fall, there there's parts that fall down when they're yep. fighting and it's like, no, that should fall up and yeah. Down. Because now it's no longer there's connected, a, so it should go there's a new down. force of gravity happening here. Yeah, it's it was weird. Like, I've... it would have been interesting if the lightsaber thing, like when and then when it gets sucked up by the the magnet that slices her, <laughs> like that would have been that would have been yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. If the gun had to be like, <laughs> like all together, I yeah, I think they should have this. This movie should have been allowed one on-screen decapitation. Yeah, what, they, what rating does like, it have? Is it is it like is it PG thirteen? It's PG thirteen. I was wondering because like Ryan Reynolds stops the kid from swearing a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, why are you like snopping him from saying like an S bomb, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't get that. Like, you can say it. It's okay. You haven't even used up your one F bomb. <laughs> yeah. Like, he does mouth it. There's a scene where he's like, <laughs> yeah, true. I did like, I will say, I did like the scene uh, when she does point the gun at them. And he's like, stay behind me. And he's like, uh, dad, that's armor piercing. So it's going to go right through. Yeah. Or maybe spread out a bit. <laughs> I thought that was good. I was like, nifty. Nice. Those For those uh, not not watching on YouTube, uh, Jaden mouthed uh, WTF. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that one scene. There was also um, a joke that I appreciated was when they're in the ship. And then he says something about like five G's or something like the the mm-hmm. gravity, like the the speed of it. And he's like Jesus, like, yeah. you're taking off. Yeah. I, I did funny. like you know like when he's doing that like uh, fall and he's like putting his hands all over yeah. his face. I was like, yeah, he's not strapped in. Was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of stuff like that they do really really well. A lot of comedic elements. Yeah, they do a really good job at. It was a yeah, it was a little goofy. I don't know if it landed for me, but like I. I get that it was not necessarily meant to be like a straight moment. Yeah. Uh, at the beginning of the movie, when he's, uh, when young Adam is running through the hallway and bumps that girl and like picks her stuff, he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. She's like, he's like, Oh, are you? And she's like, don't. And he was like, all right, fair. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh. yeah. At that point in the movie, I was like, okay, this might be a charming movie. Yeah. I was like, that's oh, good. Uh, there were a couple wardrobe scenes that I thought were a little bit weird. Like, uh, Jennifer Garner goes to work. It's right after like they do the whole, um, cause like he's wearing like a hoodie and pants. Uh, young Adam is, he's wearing like a hoodie and pants. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, I gotta go sit in my room while I eat the, while I eat these Cheerios, which Cheerios is a sponsor of this movie. 
Um, mm. I got to go sit in my room while I, I, and I reflect on since I can't go to school. Yeah. Uh, and then he goes and sees older Adam and he's wearing a completely different outfit. I'm like, it's been like 30 seconds. <laughs> like, why did you change again? That doesn't make any sense. Um, and then I did like the, I, I did like the facts, uh, that whenever Ryan, like young Adam and old Adam are eating, they do that whole, like stab stab swirl in the sauce bite nice i thought that was i, I didn't even notice very, yeah like they they do it one time like on camera and then they can like where they kind of like focus on it at the beginning of the shot and yeah. then like they're still doing it the entire time brian really nice. stops eating and the kid still commits amazing and i'm like they just well didn't tell him to stop they didn't tell him you had to stop yeah <laughs> Also, Jennifer Garner makes herself a bowl of Cheerios, sits down with Mark Ruff. Like, literally, she goes. Yeah. It's when he's making this omelet. Yeah. He oh, yeah. burns the thing. And the bacon's apparently way too salty or not cooked or something. Yeah. So she, she gets two bowls. She pours um, the smallest amount of Cheerios in both bowls. Yeah, those are big bowls and a bowl. small amount of cereal. It's the largest spoons I've ever seen. Puts them there. Puts a puts a spoon in her bowl, holds it, talks to Mark Ruffalo, and is like, "Yeah, but he like he doesn't need a good father; he just needs you, or whatever she says." And uh-huh. she's like, oh, I gotta go. And I'm like, "Why would you pour yourself cereal if you knew you had to leave in literally one minute? Like you you knew you were going. Like he's like, yeah. oh, I'm gonna be late, and I'm like, I ne- I'm like, D- why? Why? It's would the same that? schedule you always have. Exactly. I'm assuming. Like, I don't, wait, I don't but wait. Know. In that same vein, why would you cook a whole omelet if you had? Well, he was. Well, he, well, it, it, Mark Ruffalo cooked the omelet, and yeah. he was doing the whole thing where like, I was trying to, you know, I was gonna take off and spend the day with you, or whatever. That didn't mean. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> They I think, have big bowls and big spoons for their big house. <laughs> I suppose. That's the thing is it doesn't even seem like a huge house. I think it's, it's a very nice house. Yeah, I think it's I think it's just a two-bedroom house. Yeah. It's a two-bedroom, one bathroom house that's got I don't even think a shower, it just has a toilet and a, yeah. and a cupboard. It's this um, weird like split level. Yeah, I like that. I think that's pretty. It's a cool, cool. layout. Yeah. Um, and then like the the other one, that's where Mark Ruffalo would sleep. <laughs> yeah. So it's like they've got they've got a two bedroom home, and then they have their other bedroom home. Yeah. It's, it's they've got they've got a a pool shed in the back where Will lives. For yeah. Seasons like two through the rest of them a fresh break. <laughs> yeah. All right, so what would you guys give this film? Pass, stream, rent, or buy? It is a pass from me. Dang. <laughs> Jaden? Uh, for me, it's a stream. I was interested in it because of the premise of the story. And um, like I myself am like working on my own little story that has to do with like parallel universes and stuff. So nice. I was like, oh, inspiration, maybe. Um, it also has to do with like a character meeting like another version of themselves so I, I thought like okay this is the perfect thing to like analyze for that so yeah like I I kind of agree with both of you like there are some points where it kind of you know falls short 
but it's still fun. I love the humor. It's very punchy. Um, I I liked what they did with the rules of their version of time travel, the way the ship works too, being linked to his DNA. I thought that was cool too. So I, I don't think I like it enough to own it. I didn't hate it, so I wouldn't pass on it. So for me, it would be a stream. Like I, I wanted to watch it and I did. So um I we'd give it a stream. Um, the comedy aspects were good. Um, yeah. that would be the only reason really and the visuals the visuals are really nice um if you just if you like ryan reynolds being ryan reynolds it's like a perfect movie you, yeah you get it you get what you what you pay for mm-hmm. um, yeah. if you like uh snarky teenage boys boom you got that too mm-hmm. um i will say i just noticed the tagline for this film um it's the adam project time flies Wow. <laughs> yep. Uh, tagline is time flies. Uh, a good one. It's a good one. Oh, there's one more thing that I wanted to mention. I actually saw this like right before we hopped on, but um, on Instagram, they had an ad like promoting the movie and they did like, uh, I don't know if you guys saw this, but it was like a, a promotional trailer where they had uh, his name George Floyd. Back to the future guy. Grandpa oh, guy. They had him like narrating the a trailer. They brought him on as like a little guest to do a promo oh. movie. That was really cool. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I love that. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Did he say great Scott? <laughs> no. Oh, but... well, that's not worth it. No. I'll have to show it to you guys later. Um, all right. Uh Fun, fun episode uh, for mm. two of us. And there was Connor. I have fun ranting. How like, do you? Feel, does it feel? Doesn't it feel good to play the Josh role? It sure does. Every now right? and then, it's great. Every now and then, yeah. Is this the first time Connor's passed on something? I believe so. Uh I feel like. Did I is. pass on Red Notice? I wasn't there for that one. So I, I think I might have passed on Red passed Notice. It. Very possible. Yeah. Very possible. There's not a lot. Not a lot of passes. Not a lot. Not a lot of passes. We're really good about, you know, well, well so we can say something's good. Yeah. There's Star Wars. I'll, I'll give credit where it's due. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Then there's the house. All right. Oh, get this, get this, real quick. Get this on the house. So, so Charlie, uh, again, we were talking on the phone. And she was like, we were going through a bunch of stuff because she does like crochet and stuff. And she yeah. likes stuff in the background while she does work. And she yeah. wanted like a comedy or something. So she was on Netflix looking at comedy and she was, she was like walking me through some of them. And the house was on there yeah. under comedy. What? Yeah, because it's... And I was like... It's tagged under like no. like offbeat comedy, I guess. How? Yeah, I don't know. Like, I guess the second one is kind of funny. Is it? <laughs> I wouldn't label it a comedy. And on That's that fair. shell, it's time to end. Where are you <laughs> end? Me? Oh. Where? <laughs> Where? <laughs> you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube as uh, Pixelate. That's with two I's and two T's. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Connor Thiessen and also on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok as TallLinkyGuy96. 
And I'm also on YouTube and Twitch as Tall Lanky Guy. You can actually catch uh, Josh and I this coming Tuesday. We plan some spook. We gonna get um, some yeah, I don't know if you're going to be streaming on your on like if we'll be streaming on both our respective channels, but sure, why not? Yeah, if you want to see my perspective of it, go to Tall Lanky Guy. If you want to see Josh's, go to What's Up Fandom. Just What's Up Fandom. Um, yeah. If you want to see uh, Josh probably dead a lot um, <laughs> and spectating, you'll be able to see that. Or you can see me uh, trying to antagonize a ghost. We'll both be doing that. Oh, yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be so good. The best part is like yelling at the ghost. Yeah. Like, hey, ghost, you know. Trina Williams, your face is dumb. Yeah. It's like, I'm glad you're dead. It's like, Ooh. are you here, Trina Williams? You suck. Um, You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Josh L. Kane from the podcast on the Instagram at What's Up Fandom on Twitter at What's Up Fandom PC for podcast. All of our episodes available iTunes, Stitcher, Pop, Google Play, Spotify, YouTube audible and on our website animationstationpodcast.com thanks to one out of ten for the intro and outro for this episode that's all we got all right so uh for what's up fandom i'm josh i'm Tana. and i'm Jane. time flies sure does